okay, Ched Nation, at this point, you have heard several evacuation notices, so many emergency alerts coming right to your phone, coming through the airwaves here on 630 Ched. Lots of people needing to evacuate their homes here in our province. And it raises some interesting questions about what to do with your pets or with your livestock. For for some people, uh, their animals are their livelihood. So some big questions as to just what to do. Our guest is the executive director of the Alberta SPCA, Tara Johnson, is joining the show. Tara, thank you so much for making the time. Oh, I'm glad to do it. Thank you for having me. Tara, you have a unique perspective because you were the lead during the Fort McMurray fire. So you've been through this before, helping people evacuate and evacuate with their pets. Uh, It must be a pretty daunting task, right? I think so. And, and, you know, it, it takes a village. It takes a lot of people to support a community when they're they're in crisis like this. And uh, it wasn't just our agency. We had an enormous amount of help from, from a whole bunch of, of groups and, and individuals. So I will say that it does take a lot of people and a lot of support for that type, type of work. So obviously, you know, not every single person listening right now has had to evacuate. Uh, I think many of our hearts are really going out to the people that have these uncertain situations on their hands. I want to talk about what our listeners can do to help. But let's first focus on those that are evacuating right now and having to evacuate with their pets. What do people need to know? You know, just, you know, know your animal. Know um, if you're evacuating uh, in a very short period of time, you want to have if it's cats, a cat carrier, you want to understand where that cat hides so that you can grab them quickly. You want food, you want water, you want all of the the type of things that you're going to need to sustain your animal or your pet through at least three days, if not longer. I would say longer because I I know we often say three because it's it's sort of a, it's not a magic number by any stretch, but it can go on for, for a longer period, obviously. And so you want to make sure you've got meds, you want to make sure you've got leashes and, and everything that you're going to need to to transport your animal away from the, the zone, that whether it's a flood or a fire or whatnot, to mm-hmm. safely to transport that animal. And, and also vet records, uh, mm-hmm. license information, you know, those type of things, everything that you're going to need to support that, that pet during the time you're away um, from your home. There's so much, um, you know, uncertainty when you're when you're packing up a go bag and you're getting ready to go at a moment's notice, and you're prioritizing yourself and your kids and mm-hmm. and trying to get everything in order for your pets. It's not a it wouldn't be a shock to anyone if someone forgot something. What are the typical things that you see people overlooking? What do you want to remind people of? You know, I think it's it's information. It, it's it's things. Pardon me. It, things like. Um, their their vet records and i and i say that are they able to secure those quickly if they have to prove their vaccination status it's it's things like that their license information so that if it does go missing id id you know just understanding and making sure there's um, notification of that piece or that information so that if that that pet goes missing you know in this very highly you know challenging time that you've got that information so it's it's more around that type of thing i think the the average food water type of thing is is pretty um pretty consistent but it's it's the meds and it's the id information that's that could get easily overlooked from your perspective, um, as the executive director of the Alberta SPCA, you know, when you hear all of these notifications to evacuate, does it worry you that there are going to be many situations where pets are simply left behind and yes. you're concerned that you're going to have to go in and, and uh, execute a rescue effort? You, you know, I think that's always in the back of your mind. <laughs> and and also, you know, uh, the the... the 
the piece around leaving that animal uh, in place is is obviously you know being separated from your animal and the anxiety and the worry but there is things that people can do when they have to do that so yes it is a concern for us as an agency around that piece, but if, if the animal is has to be left behind, consideration around making sure that animal isn't in uh, a kennel, making mm-hmm. sure it doesn't remain tethered, making sure that there's available food. Um, you know, sometimes we saw people that would just put their dog food, you know, and just spray it across the kitchen floor where the dog could access it. Make sure that it's available and there's lots of it. Fill up your bathtub. Make sure there's water available. You know, I think what becomes really problematic is is around some of the other species that are, are particularly um, fragile, like birds, you know, where small particulate and, and smoke, smoky conditions can be problematic. Reptiles, too, they don't travel well, so they're going to be left behind, but there's things that, again, keeping their habitat um, managed, making sure there's, again, available feed if that's possible. Sometimes reptiles don't eat every day, so that may not be, depending on on this, uh, the type that we're talking about, but just giving some consideration. If I need to be gone or I have to be gone for any number of days, you know, I can I can make sure that the situation is taken care of, at least initially. And also, if you have time, and I realize it's challenging in a crisis, put what animals are in the house, you know, on the door. So people know there's two dogs and a cat, mm. you know, just so there's notification. Yes, there's animals in that have been left behind. So those that are coming into the fire zone or the flood zone know that that's a a concern. I wonder about people that have had to evacuate and maybe can't keep their pets with them. Maybe they've they've been able to take them as they've as they've fled, but maybe they're staying with friends and they're not able to to keep those pets in in whatever position they found themselves in for this hopefully very short time. Does the SPCA have the capability or the resources to step in and help? You know, we we certainly could could work towards that end, but there are there are quite a few um, evacuation centers that do accept. And now, okay. the people in the various communities can look at that. Um, the other piece I would would suggest is, you know, understand um, this would have been a preparedness thing. But which hotels take pets? You know, that's maybe at, not at the time in crisis, but that's something that people can look into. Um, it's my understanding that the expo. Um, down in downtown Edmonton is is been st- setting up as a location to uh, place pets. So again, that's being currently stood up, and so that is an area that um, people may want to consider. And and I believe that's being stood up as we speak. Any any final messages for people listening uh, that made that might have had to evacuate? You know. <laughs> I, 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 this is a preparedness thing, but I cannot stress enough. License your pet, and if you have livestock, tap into the PID system, the premise ID, so that people in a position who can assist know where those animals are and know what species they're dealing with. So in terms of the PID system, it's it's set up exactly for these type of emergencies so that there is a central repository of information as it relates to what stock livestock is in place mm-hmm. and the, the volume of and where they are. So uh, license, 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 as well as um, register with a PID system. Tara, thank you so much for your great uh, perspective and help. Really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much. Of course. 
Tara Johnston is the executive director of the Alberta SPCA and was the lead during the Fort McMurray fire and helped to coordinate the rescue and reunification of approximately 1,200 animals. So she has been through this before. A lot of people concerned about pets and, and so many people having to evacuate. Where are they going to go and for how long?